Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Today I'm going to be talking to you about how to size a saltwater system for your pool. Also, I'll talk about how much chlorine your saltwater generator will produce depending on the size of the salt cell and how long you're running your pool pump. If you do pool service for a living and you're looking for the best app available to automate your billing, organize your pool route, notify your customers, and track your repairs, go to useaquasuite.com. Supercharge your pool company now with Aquasuite. Mention the Pool Guy podcast show for a special offer when you sign up. So to keep things simple, I'm going to mainly be using the Pentair IntelliClor salt cells as the base for the podcast here. I'll mention the other salt cells, of course. But for the calculations of the output of the chlorine, I'm going to be using um, the numbers supplied by Pentair for their IntelliClor salt system. So basically, in a nutshell... How to size a saltwater system for your pool. You want to go with the larger salt system or salt cell um, than what's recommended. For instance, if you have a 20,000 gallon pool, you can get a Pentair IC20, which is rated for 20,000 gallons. You can also get, if you have a Hayward system, you get the T Cell 9, which is rated for 25,000 gallons. Um, so those are kind of within range of the gallons of the pool. But however, as you're going to hear in the podcast, I'll go over the reasons why you want to get the larger salt cell, salt system or salt cell for your pool, um, maybe sometimes even double the amount of gallons you have in your pool. For instance, I have a 15,000-gallon pool at my house, and I have the Jandy True Clear, which is rated for 35,000 gallons. So that's plenty of salt cell for the amount of water that I have. So the reason you want to do this is because of the output of the actual salt cell, how much chlorine it actually produces in 24 hours. And I'll go over that with you um, in this podcast too. So let's start with the sizing of the salt system for your pool. So Pentair makes four different models of the IntelliClor. I've never seen an IC15, but they do make it. That's for a 15,000 gallon pool or less. Then they make an IC20, which is for 20,000 gallon pools. They make an IC40, which is for 40,000 gallon pools. And they make an IC60, which is for 60,000-gallon pool. So you can see where they get their numbers from. The number in front of the, after the IC stands for the gallons of the water. Hayward has a T-cell 15, which is for a 40,000-gallon pool. They have a T-cell 9, which is for a 25,000-gallon pool. And they have a T-cell 3, which is for a 15,000-gallon pool. So that's the Hayward Aquarite salt cell sizes. And then Pentair has the Pentair iClor 15, which is their latest salt cell, and an iClor 30. The iClor is a great system. The iClor 30 is for 30,000 gallon pools, and the iClor 15 is for 15,000 or less. And then Jandy has their new True Clear salt system, which is rated for 35,000 gallons of, of water. So, what would be the reason behind going with the larger system? Say you have a 20,000 gallon pool, why couldn't you just get the IC20? IntelliClor 20 because because that's what it's rated for and it's less expensive than say the 
IntelliCore 60 or IntelliCore 40 cell. And the reason is this, the salt cells are rated um, for 10,000 hours of use. So that means, for instance, if you have an IC20 and you're running it at 100% output every day for 10 hours a day, um, you just kind of divide that number by the 10,000 hours of service life and you'll get how long your salt cell will last for. So this is not quite realistic, but let's say you run your salt system for 10 hours a day at 100% output. You run it seven days a week, and then you just take the 10,000 hours. You'll divide it by the 70 hours a week. That'll give you 142 weeks. You divide that by 52, and that'll give you almost 2.75 um, years of use, so a little under three years of usage if you run your IC20 at 100% for 10 hours a day uh, for 365 days a year. So why this is a little unrealistic is that in the winter time the cell is going to be off basically when the water temperature gets too low the salt cell is not going to produce and so you have to factor that in. So typically if you run your salt cell at 100% output you're going to get about four years, four to five years of use out of it um, in a typical scenario where you're in California or Arizona or Florida where you don't winterize your pool. However, the salt cell is not working in the winter, so it's going to extend the life. So that's kind of a basic um, formula for the life of the salt cell with the 10 hours a day, uh, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. And so one of the reasons why you want to get a larger cell or salt system for your pool is because then you can run your system at a less output let's say 50%. So if you have an IC40, which is rated for 40,000 gallons of water, and you're running it on a 20,000 gallon pool, you would technically only need to run it at 50% output based on the fact that it is designed for 40,000 gallons, if you get the math there. So then instead of getting a little under three years of life out of the cell with that scenario, you're gonna get close to six years of life out of the cell. So the extra money you put in to the salt system, the larger salt system will pay you back because you're going to get a lot more life out of the salt system if you're using it on a pool that's undersized for the salt water system. So that's one reason why you want to get the larger salt cell because then the salt cell will actually last a lot longer because you're not putting it at 100% output all the time, which means half the time when the pool is running, the IC40 salt cell will be off and not running and not producing chlorine which will extend the life. So basically, instead of getting um, 10,000 hours out of 100% output, if you have an IC40 at 50% output, you're going to get actually 20,000 hours technically out of that salt cell because you're doubling the lifespan because you're not putting it at 100% output. hope that makes sense. Um, so basically, the larger the salt cell is for your pool, the longer the lifespan will be uh, based on that kind of mathematics. So for me, I have a, a Jandy True Clear on my pool, and I'm running it at 40%. So that salt cell should last me, you know, a good six or seven years easily, um, rated on 10,000 hours. The iClor is a really nice system. It's the newest salt cell from Pentair. And what I like about that is that it actually has um, the cell life in the menu. So once you install the iClor 30, it's going to start at 10,000, and every day you use the salt cell, it's going to subtract 
the lifespan of the cell based on the output and how long you run the cell, um, which is really nice to have built into the the system of the cell itself. So you kind of know how long of a lifespan your salt cell is going to have right there built into the cell. So that's a really nice feature of the uh, Pentor iClor. The other cells don't have those features, so you can kind of do it by using the mathematics of it and how long you run your salt system and what output you put it at. And so that's just one part of the reason, again, why you want to get the larger salt system or salt cell for your pool. So if you have a 40,000 gallon pool, you want to get the IC60 versus the IC40. And if you have a 20,000 gallon pool, you want to get the IC40 or you want to get the T-cell 15, which is rated for 40,000 gallons. Or you can get away with the iClor 30, and you can get away with the Jandy True Clear, which is rated for 35,000 gallons. So another reason why you want to get a larger salt cell, salt system for your pool, is because the output of the salt water generator is based on a 24-hour run cycle, and it's based on 24 hours of running it at the 3450 RPMs, which is the maximum uh, speed of the pump. So for instance, the IC20, the Pentair and Telechlor IC20, Running 24 hours will get you 0.7 pounds of chlorine. The IC40 running at 24 hours would get you 1.4 pounds. And the IC60 will get you 2 pounds running for 24 hours. So what that equates to is that 1 pound of chlorine gas is equivalent to 1 gallon of 12.5% bleach or chlorine or 2 gallons of 6% bleach. So you kind of get the idea that one pound of chlorine gas is equal to one gallon of liquid chlorine, the kind that you would buy at your local pool store that comes in the white container or the two and a half gallon jugs. Um, that's the chlorine I'm talking about, the kind of the, the higher strength chlorine, the 12.5%. So if you're running your pool under 24 hours, you're not going to get that one pound of chlorine in your pool, which most people don't run their pool 24 hours at full speed. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you have an IC40 and you're running it at 100% for 12 hours. You're going to get 0.7 pounds of chlorine. If you're running the IC40 at 50% output for 12 hours, you're going to get 0.35 pounds of chlorine. And if you're running the IC40 at 50% for 6 hours, you're going to get 0.17 pounds of chlorine. So how does that equate into the parts per million in your pool? So for instance, if you have a 20,000 gallon pool and you're at one part per million and you want to bring it up to three parts per million, you would add about 40 ounces of 12.5% chlorine, which is about one third of a gallon of chlorine to bring it up from one part per million to three parts per million. That's about um, half a pound of chlorine gas for that same equivalent level of liquid chlorine. So basically, you'd have to get about half a pound of chlorine into the pool to bring it up from one to three parts per million. So that would mean you need to run your IC40 at 50% output for about 14 or 15 hours that day. So if you have a pool party and you test the chlorine level in your pool and it's down to one part per million, and again, this is based off of a 20,000 gallon pool, you would have to run your IC40, your IntelliClor 40 salt system, at 50% output for about 15 hours to bring the chlorine level up uh, to three parts per million. Here's where it gets kind of complicated because of course everyone has different size pools and there's all different factors with the chlorine holding in the pool. You have to factor in um, the cyanuric acid level or conditioner level in your pool. 
You also have to factor in the pH. The higher the pH, the less effective the chlorine is. And the speed of the pump. So if you're running a variable speed pump and you're running it at, say, 2600 RPMs versus the full 3450, how, how long do you have to run it to get the half a pound or the 0.5 pound of chlorine gas into the pool? And no one really knows. There's no way to actually put all those factors together to kind of get how much, how long you should run your salt system to bring it up from one part per million to three part per million. So all of this is based on theoretical numbers that probably aren't translated really well into the real world unless you're running your pool a um, specific amount of time and you're getting the exact flow rate that you need. And that's another factor that I don't have in the equation because the pump running at that speed, what if the filter is dirty? What if the filter um, is undersized? You know, what, what if there's other factors in there? The water temperature is at 90 degrees versus 80 degrees. So you have all these factors that are in there that will affect how much your salt water generator actually produces and how fast it'll raise your pool from one part per million to three part per million. And so with that said, if you have a 20,000 gallon pool and you have an IC40 salt water generator, simply put it at 100% output, run it for 10 or 12 hours a day, and you're going to have plenty of chlorine in the pool to raise it from one part per million to three parts per million. Um, that will give you um, 0.7 pounds of chlorine, so that's a good amount of chlorine in the pool. But if you have an undersized or just the same size salt system that you would have for your pool, you'd have to run the IC20 for 24 hours to get the same amount of chlorine that I just talked about with the IC40. So you can kind of see how having a larger salt cell, salt system, is beneficial than having just the standard kind of what size for your pool is the salt system that you have. So I would recommend if you have a 20,000 gallon pool or less to go with an IC40, go with the iClor30, go with the T-Cell15, just get the larger salt water system for your pool. Um, if you have a larger pool, it gets kind of tricky because then, you know, the IC60 would be the way to go, of course, um, but not there's not a lot of choices besides off-brand like the autopilot salt system that have really large um, gallon output salt cells. You can of course run two IC40s together um, in, in line with each other, not directly in front and back of each other, but you can uh, create two, two salt cells for one pool if you need to. That's not a problem. That uh, gets done all the time. But you want to make sure that you have an oversized salt water system for your, your pool for many reasons, and the main one is that producing the chlorine that you're going to need um, in a short amount of time or even daily to maintain the chlorine level in your pool is really important. And if you have an undersized or the correct size salt system, you can't kind of do these things to boost it up. So what you need to do is maintain your salt water system at 3 to 5 parts per million all summer long to prevent all kinds of problems, of course, algae, um, having poor water quality, cloudy water, and of course for the pathogens and viruses, you want to make, be able to kill them. So one of the things you want to do is have your cyanuric acid level at 50 to 80 parts per million. This is the recommended level. The 80 parts per million is something new that came out of some research based basically on the fact that the pounds of chlorine that's produced by a saltwater system is not quite as high as people had once thought. 
And so you, if you have your cyanuric acid level conditional of about 80 parts per million, um, that's going to protect the chlorine a lot longer and will allow for a lot higher chlorine level from the saltwater generator in the pool. And if you have your, your conditioner level really low in a saltwater pool, let's say 20 or 30 parts per million, the cyanuric acid will protect the chlorine up. Basically, the rule of thumb is 30 parts per million of cyanuric acid will protect 3 parts per million of chlorine. 20 parts, uh, 20, um, parts per million of cyanuric acid will protect 2 parts per million of chlorine. So if you have your cyanuric acid level up to 80 parts per million, it'll protect the chlorine level up to 8 parts per million in a saltwater pool, which in some cases is very important if you're going to run the pool to bring the levels back up. You want to make sure that it's not being burned off by the sun. And the cyanuric acid, or conditioner as is what it's called, protects the chlorine from the UV rays of the sun. So for instance, if you're running your, your IC40, your IntelliClor40, and you're trying to produce a lot of chlorine in a short amount of time, and your cyanuric acid level is at 20 parts per million, doesn't matter how much chlorine is producing, it's going to be burned off by the sun's UV rays above 2 parts per million very rapidly. So that's one reason why you want to have the cyanuric acid level higher in a saltwater pool to protect the chlorine as it's generating large amounts of chlorine in a short amount of time to bring the parts per million level back up. And that can be a little confusing. So basically, as a rule, have your cyanuric acid level in your saltwater pool at 50 to 80 parts per million to avoid any kind of problems with the generator not producing enough chlorine while it's operating. Another factor is heavy bathing load. So just like any pool, the chlorine that's in the pool is going to be used up very rapidly when you have you know 8 or 10 people swimming in the pool for 2 or 3 hours during the day. When everyone gets out of the pool, the pool's going to look a little bit cloudy and murky. So if you turn your pool on, turn your saltwater generator on at 100% output, it's going to take 24 hours to get that level back up um, to the level that you need it at in most cases. And um, again, based on a 20,000-gallon pool, if you're running your IntelliClor IC40 for 24 hours straight, it'll, bring, it'll put 1.4 pounds of chlorine back into the pool. So that's going to counter all the usage you had, and it's kind of like pouring a gallon of liquid chlorine in the pool after using the pool. So it doesn't really put the chlorine in as quickly as you would want it to. You're not going to see the rapid turnaround that you would see if you just poured a gallon of liquid chlorine in right after everyone got out of the pool, because that's not how the salt water, salt water system actually works. It takes time to generate the chlorine. But over a two-day period, or three-day period, the water should bounce back and the chlorine level should be holding um, fine with the chlorine generator working. So I think the biggest takeaway you can get from this is that if you do have an undersized salt cell, you can actually upgrade it to a larger cell. And so if you have a pentarentelechlor IC20, definitely when the salt cell is going out, replace it with an IC40. If you have a um, Hayward T-cell 9, um, definitely think about upgrading it to a T-cell 15. Um, they're all backwards compatible with the power unit, so there's no problem upgrading the cell. And if you're thinking about having a salt water system put in, um, definitely go with a larger salt water system, largest one you can get um, that's reasonable. That way you can lower the output down to extend the life of the system. And then you can also bring the chlorine level up in the pool rapidly when you need to. 
and also it will help maintain the chlorine level in the pool um, for any situations. For instance, you have a, a major heat wave in your area and the pool water temperature gets to 87 degrees and then you get maybe a windstorm and all kinds of pollen blows in there. You're really going to need to have the, chlor the saltwater generator really working and pumping out that um, the chlorine to keep everything from zeroing out in the pool. And if your saltwater pool does zero out in the pool, there's nothing wrong with pouring a gallon of liquid chlorine in there to boost it back up rapidly. You know, it's making chlorine anyway. It's just making it in a different form. And liquid chlorine, they make liquid chlorine in the factory the same way that your salt system is making chlorine for your pool. So I would say if you use your saltwater pool a lot, have a case of liquid chlorine handy so that you can actually just pour in a gallon of liquid chlorine after the pool's been used. And that way the salt system can produce its normal amount of chlorine without having you to run your pool an extra 10 hours. Or, you know, if you do the math, running your pool 10 more hours to produce chlorine versus pouring in a gallon of liquid chlorine, it's cheaper just to buy liquid chlorine, you know, for $4 a gallon and pour it in there versus using all the electricity up to run your saltwater generator longer to produce more chlorine, if that makes sense. And so just be aware that the output that you see in the manual or you see in flyers is basically based on running the system 24 hours at full speed. And again, with the variable speed pumps, it's hard to really calculate how many pounds of chlorine it's making. So if you have uh, the um, IntelliChlor IC40 and you're running it at 50% output for 12 hours a day, if you're running that at, with a full speed pump, single speed pump, that'll put 0.35 pounds of chlorine in the pool. However, if you, if you throttle that down to say 2700 RPMs, there's really no way to know how much it's going to be producing in 12 hours because um, I don't know if you can even calculate that based on all the different factors that go with the variable speed pump. So here's how you set your salt water generator to produce enough chlorine each day. You set your chlorinator at 100%, so you want to set the cell for 100% production. Then you're going to test the water the next day and see what the chlorine level is at. If you notice that the parts per million have dropped, let's say the first day it was at 3.0 parts per million, the next day when you test it 24 hours later you're at 2 parts per million. This is an indication that the salt water system is not producing enough chlorine to maintain the 3 parts per million level. So what you're going to need to do is increase the runtime of your pool or increase the RPMs of your barrel speed pump. So I would definitely increase the runtime by 4 or 5 hours. And if you're running it at 2700 RPMs, try 3100 RPMs. Test the water the next day. If it's showing 3 parts per million and the day before was at 2 parts per million, you've raised it by 1 part per million and you're back in business. And so you kind of know this is where you're going to have to keep your salt water generator at for it to produce one part per million of chlorine or to maintain the three parts per million of chlorine every day. So whether that's running at 12 hours a day, at 3100 RPMs, at 100% output, or maybe 80% output, you won't know until you kind of run this kind of test. Like for example, my pool is a 15,000 gallon pool. It took me a while to get my true clear setting down to 40% with the way I run my variable speed pump. So I'm running it early in the day at 1800 RPMs, which means the salt water system is actually off in low speed. And that's another factor too. If you're running your variable speed pump on a low speed, the salt water generator is not producing. It needs at least 1800 RPMs or higher 
for it to activate and produce chlorine, it needs a lot of flow going through the cell, basically. So unless you're running it at over 2,000 RPMs, it's not producing during the low speed mode. So factor that into the variable speed pump formula. So for me, I'm running my pool at low speed for eight hours a day, and then I'm running it at the higher speed for six hours a day. And I found that running my pool at 2,400 RPMs for six hours a day, seven days a week, with the true clear set at 40% is enough to maintain my chlorine level at three parts per million and I can keep it at that for that reason. Now I just had a, a swimming pool party the other day and some kids in the pool with my son and so what I did is I, I ran the pool that night and then I ran it the next day longer to kind of get that chlorine output back up so I can maintain it. And so you got to kind of do those kind of tricks with the saltwater system. You can't expect to have a big pool party and having the saltwater generator kick in the next day and be able to produce enough chlorine um, to avoid any kind of problems with the chlorine having problems with algae or the pool turning cloudy or not bouncing back from the party. So those are factors that you can't really find in the manual. You're going to have to just kind of do trial and error when you're setting your saltwater system. So start at 100% and go down from there. Increase your runtime if you need to on your pool. Increase the speed of your pump if you have a variable speed pump. If you have a standard pump, you don't need to do that. And of course, always go with a larger salt system over the smaller one. So they have more play. You have more ways of raising the chlorine output with the larger salt water system. So I hope you found that helpful as far as setting your salt water output and kind of the factors that are involved in how much chlorine it actually produces every day. And I know it can be very complicated because we're not in a laboratory and, you know, the factors to get the, you know, 1.4 pounds of chlorine in 24 hours um, just doesn't happen in a real world situation. So kind of play with your system until you get it set right and it's all trial and error basically. And so if you're a homeowner looking for more resources, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, where you can find my ebook available for $9.99. And I have a lot of subjects I cover in the ebook. From pool chemistry to automatic cleaners to equipment, everything's covered in this book and it's available on my website again for $9.99. And if you're in the industry and you do pool service for a living, definitely check out my coaching site. You can find more information about the coaching program at the dedicated website for the coaching site, which is poolguycoaching.com. So have a great rest of your week and God bless. This podcast is brought to you by inyopools.com. Inyo Pools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts since 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And the podcast is also brought to you by the Riptide Pool Vacuum System. The Riptide is a powerful vacuum system that will allow you to get large leaf debris out the bottom of the pool rapidly. To learn more, go to www.riptidevac.com. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.